Welcome to the HR Tech 24-7 podcast, the home of HR and payroll technology news. Listen as we chat to industry leaders about the topics that are facing HR and payroll companies today and discover more about the world of HR technology. Hi, and welcome to another Coffee in 15 with myself, Bob Rehal, founder and chief innovator here at HR Tech 24-7. Really excited to be joined by the wonderful Katie Wilde from Applaud today, where we'll be talking about the digital experience and actually the importance that that plays within this new world of hybrid and remote working. Let's go and hear from Katie. Hi, Katie. Wonderful to see you again. How have you been keeping? Good morning, Bob. Very well, thank you. Very well. Really excited for today's conversation because I know you do a lot of work in that whole digital employee experience space and you've got some wonderful insights. But before we go on, for those listening in, both on the video and on the podcast, you want to tell a bit more about yourself, Katie, and who you are? Yeah, absolutely. So pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Katie Wild. I'm a sales director here at Applaud. And Applaud are a workforce experience layer. So we are all about making digital HR simple and frictionless for the employees. And, and it's so relevant, right? Because today we're going to talk a bit about this whole hybrid remote working and actually what, what's that doing to the whole experience that employees are getting across organisations. And I know you've done some surveys recently and it's something obviously that's very close to your heart. Do you want to start giving us some insight about what you're seeing in the marketplace, what you're hearing and what your surveys are showing? Absolutely. So um, each year we do a survey about the trends that we're seeing in the marketplace. And, you know, 200 organisations were surveyed around what they see as their top agendas going into the year ahead. And just to give you some context, those top five trends, and I'll just reel them off. You know, number one, it's about employees expecting their HR services to be mobile first. And I yeah. think we all expect mobile first. You think about how much you use your mobile and, and I've, on average, a statistic is that we look at our mobile 58 times a day. I'm not convinced that's true. I feel like we do that more. Than, yeah. I think it's higher. You're right. <laughs> but, you know, if you think about how you use mobile, of course, you want to be using it in the workplace as well, because those those lines of home versus work are really blended right now. Yeah. Um, and I don't see it changing back to us going into the workplace. So using the mobile to, you know, perform those tasks. Absolutely. That's number one trend. Number two, hyper personalization. Um, and we'll yeah. look at that, I'm sure, in some more detail. Number three, hybrid and remote working is here to stay. I think we all know that. Um, and number four, agility. So agility is really key for the HR organisations or the HR teams. And then the fifth uh, the fifth trend is really that employers need to do more to manage burnout. So I think, again, that's one that's yeah. top of mind for most people. And you're absolutely right, because, you know, as, as, as well as what you're seeing, Katie, we obviously help support clients with their transformation projects. We're seeing the same thing, right? The the, the world is, is definitely going to stick to hybrid remote working. Yes, we're going to find people go back to the office a lot more. Uh, we know the cost of living might drive people back towards working in the offices because they don't want to heat up their homes as much and yeah. things like that. So there are other external factors that might influence people back towards the office. But you're right, the, the majority are going to shift towards a, a hybrid way of working. Um, quite interesting that whole sort of hyper personalization coming up there. I love that word. And and do you want to do, do yeah. you want to explain what you mean by hyper uh, you know, personalization a bit? 
So if we take a look at it from outside of work, when you as a family sit down and you log on to Netflix, you've all got your profiles and underneath those profiles, it's your likes and your trends that yeah. are showing that the kind of things that you might like to watch. Or if we look at Amazon, for example, you know, it knows how I like to buy my one click buy, my trends, etc. And that should really take itself into the workplace because what we don't want is employees to log on in the morning and they are just given everything and they've got to sift through to find what they're looking for. So hyper-personalization is all about the persona behind it being delivered the information that is meaningful to them. So only being presented with communications and tasks and information that is relevant to them so it just means that i don't have to be bombarded or overloaded with information that's not necessary so hyper personalization is a really key thing that we are seeing organizations need to move to they recognize it but actually 63 percent of organizations surveyed haven't yet attained that so applaud and tools like applaud help organizations to do that that's it's an amazing piece. And I, even I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we spend a lot of the time over the last five or 10 years talking about a global experience for employees, right? One way of a system working. And absolutely, we want the processes that sit behind a way of working to be one, one way of doing things. So the one way of cr creating absences or capturing performance management. So you've got global consistency of data. But you're right, not every employee has to see everything day in, day out. And I think sometimes we, we, we go too far and we say dashboards need to be on the front screen, et cetera. But actually, it's not relevant for everyone. So, so talk to me a bit more about how, how you know, what, are, what do organizations now need to start thinking about and how can they approach this whole digital experience, not just about hyper-personalization, but everything else around employee experience? What are yeah. you seeing people are now doing yeah. um, in the marketplace? So it's a great question. And I guess um, a really good place for HR teams to look at is their service delivery, right? And those tickets that are being raised. So when employees are saying, where do I go to find? What is my annual leave balance? Or how do I view my payslip? Those are really questions that should be delivered by technology. So we're not here to re replace systems and we're not here to replace people, but we are here to make their lives easier. So I would, I would be saying to HR teams, look at those tickets that are being raised. What are your top five um recurring themes that keep coming through that employees cannot find the answer to and that's really where you start thinking about the persona so it yep. could be an employee a manager an onboarder an offboarder and then let's deliver that personalized experience back to them so just taking that a bit further when we look at onboarders as an example an onboarder needs to see bite-sized informations and tasks to get them really excited about joining the company, to get them ramped as quickly as possible. That's a personalized experience. We're not going to be presenting them with performance reviews or, I don't know, um, talent matrix or anything like that. They don't need to see that. They just need to see what's relevant to them in that part of the journey as they move through. So I think there's two things. Looking internally at what needs to be delivered in a self-service, what can be delivered in a self-service, but also looking at the persona and what do they need to see and what do they need to do. That's no, really exciting. And Kate, just sitting here, I, I mentioned to you just before we started this conversation, that I was on a golf day yesterday, right? The golf day actually was with the RNIB. So it's the Royal National you know, Institute for the Blind. And it was actually really interesting. There was a couple of conversations there with sort of, there was a blind golfer showing us how he plays golf, etc. Wow. But actually, I'm just wondering how, that whole diversity, equity, inclusion piece in, in, in all of this as well. And I'm sure organizations are not only having to think about 
making sure that everything is right for the employee experience for the, the thing. But they're having to think about the inclusion part now and being able to accommodate blind people and, and other organizations as uh, other types as well. Absolutely. And, and I see that time and time again, you know, just in the sales cycle alone, we have to be able to to absolutely qualify that and say how we can support those that need um, perhaps larger size font or they need to hear it in an audio manner. Absolutely. That's, you know, inclusion is about bringing everybody into the workplace, making their life easy. Right. They want to be able to do the job at hand and technology should support them to do that. It shouldn't be a friction and it shouldn't be something that's that's a barrier. I, I, and and listen, I, this whole experiencing becomes quite a, a minefield, right? Well, and and quite a broad brush because we, as you say, we've talked now about having you know the right data for the right people, but it's not just the right data for the right people. It's also taking into consideration their own personal circumstances and their situation as well. So there's a third dimension to the way yeah. we, we we provide data. So what else can you share about you know coming out of this? What are you doing as an organisation? But what are you pushing forward with? What sort of innovation do you think is going to come as well going forward because of the, the results of the survey and where people are going? What's what's the future? Yeah, like? and, and I think what's become really apparent is agility is key to everything. But looping back on that agility. So if I just expand on that for a moment, all too often we've got these fantastic systems, but we want to change something, whether that's just putting in some new processes, whether that's just delivering some new information to those personas. Um, but we want to do that really quickly and we have to be able to do that quickly because we saw with the likes of COVID, we went from one day being in the office to one day yeah. all being at home. So the HR teams are really needing to act in an agile manner and technology has to reflect that. So what we're seeing is that there's a real demand for no code. So no longer do I want to be able to, well, no longer should I be requesting a, a change on my system and that taking months to be delivered. I need to be able to push out information, push out tasks in a really agile manner. And if we if we take that a step further, we then need to be able to look at that and say, is that providing the experience? Is that providing the outcome as quickly as we need it? Because by working in a no code and an agile manner, we can iterate and we can continually iterate. Yeah. I'll give you an example. If, for example, we saw an employee was consistently looking at internal vacancies and perhaps they were consistently um, looking at ways to move out of their role or resignation. We can capture that data. And at that point, we can push through information to the manager to perhaps have that conversation with their yeah. employee to say, you know, how are you feeling? Let's have a check in. What are you thinking about your career aspirations here? So we're seeing like artificial intelligence delivering more to be really um, to act before a reaction. So yeah. be proactive. No, it's, and it's and it's you know it's really true, and I and you know, we're seeing that in the marketplace. I'm still really fascinated by this world of personalization because some organisations will look at it and think, "But are you saying I have to treat all my thousand employees in a different way?" I think yes, in a in a way we are, but actually what we're saying is technology can make that yeah. a lot easier for you. And if you really you know adopt technologies like Applaud and others that are out there today, you can overlay something that gives you that experience uh, in in the future. You know, surprising. We're you know, 12, 30 minutes into a conversation already here, Katie, and and, and I love this 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 uh, conversation. Any, any sort of final snippets that you want to share with anyone listening in around how they need to? What's the sort of steps you would expect organisations should be doing now in order to to take that step and thinking: Are we really maximising our employee experience? 
It's a great question. And I think there's many organizations out there that perhaps don't even have an employee experience team aligned, right? And so a good place to start, and I know I've said it, is what are those tickets that are coming through? And then let's also take a moment to think about how we're treating our customers who are coming on our websites, for example, and reflecting that back internally. So I think a really great place to start is looking at um, areas that need to be more self-served and I think by by assigning an employee experience team internally that is aligned to the HR strategy you know there is technology out there to support you in that in that process so I think we've covered lots of points and and, and it's one of those ones where we could talk for hours on it, yeah. isn't it so I would love to talk to any of your audience more about it for sure Absolutely. Well, and, and that brings us really to, to a, a lovely place. And Katie, just a big thank you to Applaud because you're great supporters of what we're doing here at HR Tech 24-7, which is about sharing information, giving some great insight and making it readily available. I know you've done this fantastic survey uh, on the digital employee experience and the hybrid and remote impact. That's available on your stand on our yeah. site. So if anyone's listening to this, please go to the applaud stand on, on HR Tech 24-7. You can download it for free. There's no, no, no nothing there for you to have. It's got some great thing, uh, insight. I've read it um, and gave me some valuable information as well. Um, and that just leaves me to say, Katie, thank you very much for taking the time to talk about this. It is a hot topic. Uh, and I'm sure many will, will will take it forward as well. So thanks for having me, Bob. Lovely to have you, Katie, and enjoy the rest of your, your day as well. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye now. This podcast was brought to you by HR Tech 24-7. For more information, please visit hrtech247.com. Want to feature in a future episode of the HR Tech 24-7 podcast? Click on the link in the bio to find out how you can get involved.